0: Can learn to be a man Growing up with a cane pole In his hand A pocket full of dreams Sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun To please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is The Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going. Just as fast as my feet can fly Come away, come
1: away, get going. All right, welcome. It's The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning right here on 102.7 ESPN, the flagship rocket launching Tesla built electrified
2: Tesla built. <laughs> what does that even mean? I
1: was I, thinking about what is this rocket? What are his I'd rockets rather, spa- called? No, SpaceX. Come SpaceX, on. SpaceX live from SpaceX. SpaceX <laughs> uh anyway hey you know, that's not true by zone. the way
2: that's not true it's
1: the outdoor zone Good we dance. are live from the bunkhouse yes
2: yeah, not and it is SpaceX. just an
1: old tin shack on the back of the ranch but we call it home with you the regulators every Sunday morning 7 to 9 a.m central time here in the United States of America 24 7 365 is a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms my name is T.J. Graney outdoor journalist and uh Co host of this fantabulous thing we call the outdoor zone. And, and you're not. And you're. <laughs> and see, oh, uh, in the bunkhouse is CR, Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah yep. And Double D oh, is yeah. in the house. Oh, Beefsteak yeah. Disco. Mm hmm and jack is the ranch hand that gets there early gets the gate open make sure the old pot belly stuff gets fired up put some screws in the screen door to keep it on the hinges and a little foil on the coat hanger out there that gets the signal out to you the regulators the our friends and family i think there's nine of you out there now that we've counted
3: in total and uh, uh, i got cousins i got 30 cousins that listen i got 30 cousins that's right 30
2: cousins 30. no you don't because that one from that one from uh california ain't
3: listening <laughs> I guarantee. that's right but we know uh, tommy tommy thompson you know east texas my east texas cousins oh you know, they're a little yeah. different you know what i mean they well, put their clothes got, on backwards.
2: My East Texas buddy that listens, it, uh says, if we talk bad about East Texas, I, I think we talk with endearment about East Texas. I love East, East Texas. Texas.
3: We want to deer be hunting. We wish we could be part of the East lifestyle. 24,
1: seven, 365
0: <laughs> yeah. year round deer
3: season.
1: <laughs> Just uh, kidding. Uh, Hey, uh, I do want to say this segment of the show is brought to to you by our friends over at McBride's Guns. The way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative. We support our local gun shops, the one we trust with our constitutional rights. Our friends over at McBride's Guns, Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer, a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, and modify those firearms. Looking for your personal carry or referral class? one place McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 512-472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com. mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns are our hometown gun shop. My wife calls McBride's Guns the
2: man spa. <laughs> man yeah, spa. And you think you think that that uh, commercial we we we, we read week after week, uh, doesn't mean something protecting our constitutional rights, having the right to bear arms and all of the freedoms along with that. And how imperative it is that we do support our local gun shops. There's no more important time than that than right now.
3: And they've been around Uh, since what, 1963. I mean, come on, they're all, they're 60 years.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying it's it, it's, it's awesome. not a joke when we say that stuff. There's no flubbing that deal.
3: Okay, now we're bringing, we're bringing it down I, I, just a little bit, folks. <laughs> Cody Ryan's making it real, Sorry. bringing it real, man. Uh, man, I'm, hey, you man. know I am going hunt. <laughs> Cody Ryan, you'll be so oh, proud oh, of me. Let's let me get it. You're Hunt.
1: going to the deer lease for a week. Yeah. Who has a job and, and gets to go hunting as much as you do.
3: I figured it out. Finally. Must, I used to go all I'm, of the weekends. I'm thinking you're
1: lying to us about having a
2: job. <laughs> yeah. I think he,
3: I, I need I to, I noticed fired. that
2: when he was hunting, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago and he was taken off during the week. I, I just figure he lost his job and he's just waiting for <laughs> the right time to talk to his wife about it but then i realized i think his wife works at the same office <laughs> yeah the same company so that's yeah. a that's a hard game to play was he gonna park <laughs> his car in a parking lot and then take an uber <laughs> to the deer lease or
3: how does that work i gotta i gotta lock this office
1: door put some super glue in there so they couldn't unlock it and So everybody thinks he's in there grinding, but really. Yeah, I need to talk to y'all about a a raise
3: now. I just want to tell you that I'm going to need something, um, you know, to operate.
2: Hey, you have 50% raise. Oh. 50% of nothing is.
3: (laughs) That's right.
2: we We can multiply that as many times as you want.
3: Oh, but it's going to be. I thought you would enjoy that. I'm going to do two things. I'm going to really enjoy going out. To a place where there's no hunting pressure, and I don't mean like other hunters, I mean no hunting pressure on me, where I can just relax, enjoy, pass, go. I was telling him, it was like, um I was telling my wife after-
2: Shoot a button buck, last no, shoot t- a button oh button buck. Oh my gosh.
3: After you just did that. Last week. So when How much I did,
2: rest
1: does a man need?
3: Oh, you're always talking to me about that. Anyways, I, I'm due- I got to make up for a lot of years of doing <laughs> it the wrong way. So, here's what Cody Ryan, I I explained to my wife. She goes, "Why haven't you shot anything yet?" She's like, "You need to come home with two deer and two pigs or at least one deer and one pig." "Yes, ma'am, I will." And I said, "It's like a baseball game. In the first couple innings, you're just kind of watching and it's not, you know, as much pressure and then you get to the you know, seventh inning stretch, right? And it's like, okay, that dough that came out, maybe she had a couple uh yearlings with her and she wasn't gonna get popped in um in the third inning, but now it's the seventh inning. So Yeah. Watch well, out. She gone talk
2: about talking about pressure. I've got like six rounds of ground meat left <laughs> one roast and a couple random packages. My father in law or dad, somebody you know, it probably had in their freezer for four years that have frostbite all over. Two them. years, two years plus. The hand me down. A couple meat. of those packages stuck in the bottom that are frozen to the bottom of the froze freezer, so those don't really even count because you got to chisel them apart, and it's for the apocalypse only. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm like way down on meat, and I've seen my target buck on camera now that I would even get it. It's it's literally out there right now. I believe. I'm sure you it is. Go, you I don't even want to look. I can go see look
1: f- right now.
2: I can step outside and see if it's there, and I'm not going to. So oh, that'd well, be we'll lo- cover that. for you. Yeah, go I don't want to. You got a little window right there. I don't want right to look. You got a window. Okay, I'll,
1: I'll, Hold on. I'm coming over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got no, I got, this no might be a long
1: commercial break. Everybody, <laughs> I got
2: no relationship with that deer.
1: I'll kill that deer.
2: I got no relationship with that deer either. I would kill it too. You but if it. I look out there and I see it, then the show goes to tr- crap and I have responsibilities. I have so, a job. You mean remember, you, to keep uh,
3: us on track is what you're saying? That's your job. Yes. That I, is my job. I oh.
2: have
1: uh I remember old uh D- Dr. Buck. Uh he he lived about well, he lived in Dripping Springs in a neighborhood in Dripping Springs, Texas. And I lived about an hour from him, 45 minutes from him. And he used to have this giant melanistic buck that would come in his yard just giant black whitetail buck. And I was watching for him and, and he would send me pictures and all that stuff. And we came up with this ideas. He would come to my house and shoot the buck I've been watching. And I would go to his house and shoot yeah. the buck that he's been watching because we got no personal investment in them, you know, watching them grow up and see them in the mornings and any of that stuff. I mean, we just see them and put the smack down on them. So I'm volunteering to do that at any time that you need me to come down there. It's a father-son thing where I'm just willing to,
2: you know, And I've got
1: a nice little spiky over here that you can put the snack down over
2: here. Yeah. I, I don't know that that's a fair trade.
3: Hey, it's meat in the (laughs) freezer, buddy. You've been complaining about meat in the freezer. It's what is it that that, uh, the meat eater guys
1: say, don't pass up, don't pass up today. What you, uh, on the first day, what you wish you'd seen on the last day of the hunt. Yes. That's
2: very close. I'm proud of you. Hey, let's take a break on the flip side. We'll talk a little fishing, get into some of that stuff. Some of your favorite segments up ahead as well. You do not want to miss it. We're just getting this thing warmed up. It's the outdoor zone. Live at the Bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Yeah, I know what they
0: say. Ronnie can't buy everything. Well, maybe so. Well, you can buy me a boat. This T-Roy Broussard listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me Redneck.
1: All right. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the outdoor zone. Hey, track us and share us with your friends on our live recorded podcast available on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can also follow us on all, all our social media and efforts out there at theoutdoorzone.com. Theoutdoorzone.com. I want to thank our friends over at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Right now, you can get the Nile Maxwell Center Biggest Savings Deal of a Lifetime Best Pricing. Thousands off MSRP and every brand new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram on the lot. How about a 24-Ram Crew Cab 4x4 with over 15000 in total savings? How about a 23-Ram Crew Cab 4x4 Lone Star? That's a good-looking truck right there. Twenty-three Jeep Gladiator Rubicon, twelve thousand in total savings. Drive home for less. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, where we sell more sell more than anyone else. Six twenty and one eighty-three in Austin, or visit us online at nile dot com. dot com. All right, Cr, you're looking at your phone like you got some weather
2: information on there <laughs> no 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 weather information i was are we going
1: to be able to fish next week you and i are supposed to fish on wednesday yeah it's going to be
2: cold um <clears throat> I, don't, <throat> I don't i don't i don't ever fish this time of year but you you force this deal to happen so we shall go fishing um i was i was
1: watching a guy though he was talking about fishing this time of year it was like a one of the guys one of your buddies that does the bass university classes and he was talking about cold water fishing and how so many guys make the mistake of running crankbaits and stuff like that this time of year and it's like they're not going to be chasing it they're you know it's cold out they're slow you got to dance
2: yeah i have no idea i haven't fished in december in probably 25 years so I don't have any idea what the fish are gonna be doing. We'll figure it out together. <laughs> so I guess uh, I usually you usually take December off. I literally can't remember the last time I <clears throat> fished in December, but it's just fishing, you know, fish or fish. Gosh. So I, do what, beef steak? Oh, I was
3: just gonna say you must have known that I was going on a huntcation and you didn't want to invite me on your little fishing trip. I get yeah, right. we
2: waited till you, we knew you were gone for sure.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, we, uh, I I was going to, well, there's a couple things I got going. Brandon Belt Tournament Series uh, got signed up for this week. The Brandon Belt being the baseball player that uh, I guess is mm-hmm. pretty good little, pretty good little ball player, huh? Plays for the sir. major leagues. Yep. You know, makes a living at, at hitting a baseball. And uh, he's he's gotten way into fishing. I think and he's a UT a,
3: fan. He was an ex, right? Yeah, UT. Oh, player. he's an old Longhorn? Yep, Longhorn.
2: Horn. Uh yeah. Well, he's all right. <laughs> but he, he got way into fishing and has now, is now put together a tournament series or has last year, year before maybe started, but... Last year, started a tournament series, and this year, following it up with yet again a tournament series that is a a team bass tournament series, and it I mean it has the best payouts going. It's huh. got the best payouts, I think, in the state of Texas, if not the nation. Fifty thousand dollars for first place uh, for a team tournament in every team tournament trail uh, event there's four main events and then i think the championship is paying a hundred grand for first wow. place so not a bad little little gig signed up for those will be fishing those with my buddy tr uh which tr is a, a a guide down on lake amstead and a home builder out of kerrville but uh a good buddy of mine that it's funny we we joke because both of us fished one season together of Bass Champs in the Southern Division. We chose to fish one season together, and then he left to go fish the FLW Tour. He qualified and fished the FLW Tour, and then the following year, we both uh, fished the uh, National Professional Fishing League together. When you do that, used to be that when you would fish those level events, you could not fish Bass Champs anymore which is what we fished together, the Bass Champs Tournament Trail South Division. So it would disqualify you from fishing these local events if you went and fished some of the high-entry fee pro events or whatever. And so we we laugh now because we, we went from having the uh, – I think we cashed a check in – five out of six events or something like that that we fished together and then the next year weren't able to fish any of those same events so we we laugh now that we went and wasted all that money chasing these <laughs> nas- national trails when we should have just stayed fishing together and actually made money it would have been weird but so we went all over the country for the last few years excited to uh, get back in the boat with my buddy and get to get to fish this trail that Brandon Belt's putting on. Appreciate them for doing that. Of course, they don't not get no benefit for you know mentioning their trail, but it's a good deal. It's, I mean, if you're gonna spend your money fishing somewhere in the state of Texas, that's uh, maybe even in the South. I know there's guys driving from other states to fish it, so it's it's that good of a trail and, and a deal to get in on. So, so is that, but why, I also
3: wanted, can I, can I ask you a question? Is that, yeah, is that yeah, why yeah. it's so good? Because all the other ones seem to have messed up. They kind of got it. No, messed up well, played I, around think, with it too I think, much?
2: I think no. And, and there's some other great trails in Texas. I mean, Bass Champs has been the staple, the team trail staple forever. They're, they're, uh, they're still rocking along and, and doing great. Um, and and will do great, and I'm likely to fish some of those as well. But I uh, no, I just think that Brandon Belt has a passion for it and has guaranteed money into the trail, so hmm. it's got really good paybacks. That I mean, these tournament trails are businesses. People don't understand; they are businesses. We are as fishermen, the clients or the customers, right? We buy into this trail, this tournament trail, and we're the customers. That's all we are. They are a business. They have to make money. And I just don't think that Brandon belt has that same. I mean, he doesn't have to make money at a tournament trail, you know, Mm -hmm. when he's, when he's hitting however many home runs he hits a year. Uh, he doesn't have to make money on a bass tournament trail in Texas. So I think he's poured a bunch of money into it out of a uh, love and a passion and a wish for good things in the, in the fishing industry. Cause a lot of his buddies, you know, are, are fishermen. He's, he's a big time fisherman. And so I think he's just wanted to do good for the industry. And Brandon, I don't know. Brent, I don't know Brent, how long it'll last or we'll see, Brent,
1: but it's great. Brandon Kyle belt, nickname, baby giraffe sparky and captain is an american professional baseball first baseman free agent played major league baseball for the san francisco giants tornado toronto blue jays and uh he's from nacogdoches texas went to ut austin two years
2: east texas
3: that's
2: that's right
1: yeah Fished and hunted twenty-four seven three sixty-five. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Uh hey, I was gonna also talk about the uh time of year that it is and beefsteak in particular. I need to make sure you're paying attention that you uh need to lower the motor on your boat. Take out the transom saver, lower the motor all the way. Hmm. There are droplets of water in your lower unit that will freeze. And break seals and tear seals in your lower unit, and you will have issues. So I'm just saying that boat that's parked in the weed, oh, you need to pull it.
3: Cody's worried well, about your lower unit. I know. He? I didn't know you cared about my lower unit so much. Oh my yeah. gosh! Did y'all just go uh-huh. there? Uh huh. Y'all are so
2: passionate y'all about are it. Are sick individuals <laughs> and need to seek help
3: i had some frost on my lower unit this morning
2: you need to back your truck (laughs) you need to back your wife's truck up to your boat oh you know because it has enough power to uh (laughs) get it out of the tall weeds pull your boat out 15 feet out of the tall weeds so you can get to the to the back of the boat take the transom saver off uh you're probably gonna have to Get some long jumper cables or a new battery because your battery's dead in the boat and you'll have to get enough juice to the trim, uh, motor on your boat and, and take out the transom saver and then lower your motor all the way down. So all the water comes out of the boat motor, (laughs) since you can't say lower unit (laughs) around two 12 year old boys.
3: Oh man. Well, I know so, even even so, they remember when I was stuck on the uh, boat ramp that one time. I learned how to open up the pneumatic valve on that on the and be able to lower or raise the motor if you're strong enough to do that.
2: Yeah, breaking that valve open is not not real easy to do.
3: I found that a nickel and a pair of vice grips was the magic. That was yeah. The only thing strong But then enough. you got
2: to tighten it back up and yeah, all that stuff.
3: And you, you know? do release a nice little cloud of, uh, you know, oil. Poosh. Yeah, I'm good. sure
2: that's real good for the environment. Maybe, But it might mind. kill the grass around that boat a little bit if you just were oh, to do it in your yard oh, so oh. that you don't have to weed eat around your boat anymore. <laughs> right? Weedy. Y'all, when
1: you guys have trailers and your boats and stuff like that, I know, uh, CR, you park yours inside. You have a...
3: Uh, Yeah, the garage, boat boat boat. yes.
1: But uh, uh, when you have a trailer or anything outside, if it's not on concrete, do y'all put stuff underneath the tires? Y'all put blocks.
2: And
3: I, I I I do. I I used to
2: play that game. I
3: don't anymore. I, I do because when I'm backing up, I put the two concrete blocks there so that you go up on one and it falls in, and that's where you know where to park. And so it kind yeah. of holds it up.
2: Different reason.
3: I put, I put. He's
2: probably it got the tennis out. ball in his garage too, so he <laughs> no. knows when to stop. <laughs> hey, Man. let me tell you, we'll talk on the flip side. Let me tell you about my friends over at Altrua HealthShare. Finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altrua HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 20 years five years altura health share is not insurance however it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost members contribute each month to a membership escrow account eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account you can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org or if you listen to or watch my social media stuff you saw a video that showed myshare.org slash cody as an option to save money our true Health Share, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, we've got your Armed Citizens Report. We've got News of the Weird. We've got all of your favorite segments are still ahead. It's The Outdoor Zone, live at the Bunkhouse, 24 7, 365. You can find us at TheOutdoorZone.com. Hey.
0: American Blood Brothers,
1: this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother TJ.
0: Whack 'em and stack 'em, would ya?
1: All right, welcome back regulators. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dog and bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, outdoor zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse 24 7, 365 at the outdoorzone.com. All your favorite podcast platforms and live 7 to 9 a.m. every Sunday morning, central on 102.7 ESPN, the flamethrower. Hmm. Out of Austin, Texas. Uh, let's see. You know, yesterday,
3: as I was in the driveway working on the old Border Patrol vehicle, changing the brakes, my wife left and she for a trip that I should have been on. And she, she gave me that look. And that look was, why didn't you take it to Sun Automotive? You know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. So, we use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978. I think it's older than Cody Ryan. And each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. We want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You ready to go find your spot? Hey, Mine is over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. And there's 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. You could go to their website to see all their locations at sunautoservice.com. I follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. All
1: right. Well, you know, there's always, there's always somebody, there's always somebody. And this one, I just didn't, I just didn't freak out over this one, but it's time for our outdoor zone news of the weird,
0: Huh? wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the outdoor zones. Outdoor news of the weird.
1: So uh, recently I don't have I think I have TikTok somehow, but I, I don't follow TikTok. I'm not watching TikTok videos and um, but across my social media platform somehow, somewhere, or in the no, I guess it was in the in the beef information that came this week there was a couple that was on a cruise ship and they were parked in some place um bahamas in mexico the bahamas Bahamas. yeah oh it was the bahamas yeah and uh and the guy was fishing out his window like on on the the side side of the boat
3: on the fifth story out of the balcony
1: (laughs) and it seemed to me one is okay so what it wasn't like they were cruising or something but apparently that's a Serious rule for Carnival cruises. They were on Carnival cruises, and apparently it's a serious, serious rule not to fish. And so he's fishing out the window, and he catches a fish. And it's some kind of weird triangular fish. By the way, did you see the fish? It oh, was yeah. strange. It was like it was triangular a reef, reef fish of some sort. Not, it was weird. And but triangular. Uh, it was, it was kind of a triangular shaped body. It sounds was like you're describing
3: an alien ship that you saw in New Mexico. Yeah, it's or just something. one
2: of those colorful reef fish. I'm sure. Well, and so, so the, they put it on their
1: TikTok Cause they thought it was funny. It goes viral and carnival cruise catches it, catches wind of it and kicks them off. They can never go on carnival cruises again.
2: Lucky them.
3: Well, you know, there's a lot of options, right. but I, I, did, did, if you watch the video, it was kind of funny because his wife or girlfriend was going, hey, hey, don't, oh, oh, as it was coming up, it was slapping. Don't him. let it go on the other balcony. <laughs> That's right. And you can see people down there like looking up and like, hey, there's a fish coming up, slap, bang, flittle, flittle. It was kind of fun, actually.
1: Little, little. That's and the... it didn't, it didn't show him throw it back in the water, which I thought that would have been an epic little addition to the,
3: to well, the then PETA, uh, video would have Peta would have been taking on it a, though.
2: a five-story dive. But I don't, I don't see any problem in it with uh, fishing off of the, carnival cruise boat. But you do open up a uh, can of worms if you don't do something about it now a lifetime ban on carnival cruise is a little a little silly at the same time i don't i'm not a cruise dude i've been on one cruise and being the captain of a boat for however long 25 35 (laughs) because you
1: couldn't because you couldn't captain it
2: oh man not having control and being out in the water and not having control of the boat's direction I, you It'd know a I don't bit know, of stress
1: i don't know enough about cruising that I, all i can think of is i just sit around and eat a bunch of stuff i don't need to be eating i Dude, mean it's the only thing i could think of is just they a, got they a, got movie
3: theaters they got midnight chocolate bars they got um exactly i, 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 I went on early. one and just
2: you just named two activities where you sit around and eat so there were 800
3: sleep. people in a in an auditorium and they were having a uh, comedian, and they had open mic, and the guy asked if anybody wanted to come down. Guess who ran down to the stage and did a joke? Guess. Just guess. Take a wild guess. What joke did you tell? Well, I can't tell it here. You can't? Oh, my gosh. You told a bad joke?
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, it's just a little
3: risky. That's all, you know. And it had uh-huh. to do with a fax machine. And so nobody knows what that is anymore. You know, beepers. And so nobody machine.
2: laughed is what he's saying. No.
1: Had to do with the fax ma- machine and, uh. And
3: making a so, gru- and making a really grunting noise. Like as if you're. Okay. Okay. okay so you
1: run cause... down, so you run down there and you say, what did the farmer name his blind deer?
3: No, I would love that nowadays. I would do that, but no, I, I have
1: uh, no idea.
3: Man, are we gonna do bad joke, oh. bad dad jokes? Is that what we're where this segment has finally At gone to? At least it's safe.
1: At least it's safe for those children out there that have been wounded since their carnival cruise with <laughs> the beef.
3: Hey, we shot. I Skeet. can't believe we shot Steve off of it. What is
0: a fax
1: machine? <laughs> I woke up tonight. And, and all I could think of was fax machine, mom. And, and what is he bending
3: over and making those noises like that? Oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs>
2: God, quit saying and that. Why did he take Stop. his shoe where, off? Where did you it, find him? This is the him? Christmas season. It's like you're already at deer camp. You're going for a week. You're already there, basically. Uh, he's been uh, gone to deer camp already half this fall.
3: It's yeah. a new beast. Well,
2: it's it's creeping in.
1: And I also saw his... Uh, his buddy, who he's out there on the lease with, who's excited about going out there for a week. Kind oh, of really, he is. They're yeah. both pretty excited about going out there and being together for the week.
3: Oh, <laughs> what, are, what are you implying?
2: Are there here? any mountains, <laughs> canvas <laughs> tents, maybe?
3: <laughs> oh,
2: are y'all playing cowboy?
3: Oh, man. I can't believe you went there. This is a Christmas show.
2: And I, I it, hey, look, ah. look, broke back beefsteak. Oh, um, he did it.
3: He said it. All right, Jack, uh, edit that out, please. I will be stricken <laughs> from the jurors. You, uh, you disregard that there uh, <laughs> that testimony. yeah no. I, I thought do you were going to say. I thought you were going to say that Rick went out and popped all those hogs. There's a guy up in uh, east, what west of Waco. That used to be on our deer lease, who no longer is because he bought 66 acres on his own and re- retired out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, he can't shoot any deer because he's got so many pigs. So well, they...
2: listen, listen. I am. Listen. 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 Me. I have already designed my smokehouse structure and have my firebox all figured out. Oh. Because, yeah, you know, TJ. Uh-huh. This is it. You're gonna start smoking Could, pigs. I couldn't send it to beefsteak. I couldn't send it to beefsteak because he has a Cricket wireless phone that videos and stuff don't go through. So I, he didn't have enough minutes or something on his phone. So
1: cheap I, yes, yeah, numbers on it, and the numbers are really big on the keyboard.
2: <laughs> yes. Flip it open. It's got an actual hinge, self closing door hinge with drywall screws holding it together but I have watched the video that changed my life and if it actually if this deal works and I invest in this entire operation I'm about to do I'll never need to shoot a deer again I'll just shoot hogs you're from gonna this smoke point forward. you got a
3: smokehouse going I know you got to take a break but I would love to see that because there's yeah. there's a place in New Braunfels that does that oh it's more than a
2: smokehouse oh there is a there is a the manufacturing facility. Yes, and <laughs> I would go to work. Hey, it's the outdoor zone. Uh tell me about uh, tell me about your sleep there. You know, DJ. Mrs.
1: Granny and I spent hours online. That was
2: a weird transition.
3: I'm no, sorry. No, that's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Granny and I spent hours online reading reviews before I walked into before we walked into Factory Mattress and found exactly We knew exactly what we wanted or so we thought. And then we got the factory mattress and they had the right fit sleep mapping technology. We got a mattress that was specifically designed for our needs and saved us money turns out mattress shopping has gotten way more personal than we thought. Shop smarter, not harder with science Back sleep solutions at Factory Mattress. Don't miss the sales going on right now on the Temper pedic floor models. Factory Mattress makes it easy to save money. You're back with free delivery, setup, and removal save on all the adjustable base on select pre, uh, bases on select premium mattress get the right bed right now during the sale going on at factory mattress where we have sleep down to a science go to factorymattresstexas.com factorymattresstexas.com to find a location near you and get on on these end of the year savings now is the time to get your factory mattress sleep good
2: in 2024. Okay, more field notes up next. Plus, I'll tell you about the greatest thing I've ever run across on the interweb. You get it only one place. It's The Outdoor Zone. We are live in the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Sweet home now.
1: Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks tj and cody
0: on
1: the outdoor zone all right welcome back regulators you're tuned into to the number one outdoor show in texas right here on the outdoor zone radio network available live here on sundays 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com live recorded podcast follow us there this segment's brought to you by our friends over at keystone bank You can experience the value of community banking where local matters. When you join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs, it's Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team, and operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart we love knowing who our banker is. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. Yep, you can be traveling. Get all your banking done. No problem. Learn more or get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person, 13715 East Ladera Boulevard and B Caves. 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas or just go to the website keystone.bank for all their information keystone.bank for all the information keystone bank where local matters now it's time for our game warden field notes
2: <laughs> <laughs> These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. So in Texas,
1: Texas, there's one thing that people come from all around the country, all around the world to do, and that's hog hunt. People love to come to Texas and hog hunt. And so there's plenty of operations out there, deer leases out there, where you can pay to hunt hogs. And uh, this is out of Hayes County, up brand you beef.
3: Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir.
1: A hunter paid a fee to hunt hogs and was visiting from Maryland with his son. The landowner found out about him shooting a doe. When he got pictures from the hunter and his son posing with their harvest and asked for a ride back to their truck, (laughs) the hunter became irate after the game warden told them it was not deer season. The landowner provided the game warden the signed liability waivers from the hunters, which only mentioned hog hunting. The hunter said that they were never told they needed hunting license and that they should have been provided with certain services, like a hunting guide, verbal education on hunting regulation
3: regulation. and
1: signage around the site, stating hunting laws. They also assumed that, like Maryland, they didn't need a hunting license and could hunt anything on private property. The hunter stated that after a day without services and no animal sightings, they became became upset with the landowner during a phone conversation, the landowner stated, everything is open. The hunters interpreted the landowner's statement as, every animal on the property is open to be killed, when instead the landowner was referring to every blind and stand being open for the hunters to use. The game warden issued citations for hunting and possessing white-tailed deer in a closed season and not having a non-resident hunting license, and good for them for the game warden for not putting up with that Yankee beep. I mean, come on, you got your kid with you and you're saying, oh, well, we didn't know hunting regulations. We didn't know that we needed a license. We didn't know it. what are you talking about? Were you, some like 12 year old kid?
2: Ignorance.
3: It sounds like a lawyer talking, not
2: <laughs> an excuse, right? Man,
1: that just Not I,
2: for a game I don't
1: I have taken I've taken so many people out hunting for their first time and all that stuff and That's not it it's not up to the landowner. Now you may ask the landowner, "Hey, where where have you been seeing the hogs? You got any cameras running? What give me some information, some intel."
3: For people from Maryland, but, they're not gonna How would they know? They don't run hogs up there. I mean, I know, but what I'm saying is they
1: asking the landowner, the details and all that kind of stuff. You know, the deal was he just got he got he he thought it was a given that he was going to kill some hogs.
3: I, and I, I want to know if you all think this is on the landowner to express all the things that he wants done or not done. Or is it just like given? Is it on the person going hunting, and the personal responsibility to know everything you can do and ask twenty questions? Which well, is well,
1: it? It, if you're with beefsteak, it's the easy. It's the twenty question rule. <laughs> but the but the deal was, you. I, I'm glad he gave. I'm glad they gave him tickets. I'm sure that game warden was just standing there like, you're irritating me and here's your tickets now go back to
2: maryland as the hunter it is your responsibility regardless of where you are regardless of you have to take personal responsibility and you're required to know what's going on well that's it that there's
1: there's where the Hiccup is you said personal responsibility shocking, yeah uh, shocking. You would expect somebody from that. out of
3: state, especially up in that area, probably uh, just came in and said, "There's a lot
1: of good people up in the Maryland area." Somewhere
3: <laughs> we used to visit. My uncle who worked at the White House. <clears throat> a whole nother is a secret. Service hey, agent. D-
1: we got our buddy Shane's up in that area. Or yeah. no, he's in Virginia. I think he's in Virginia but he's a massive hunter and he does all that stuff and he travels all around doing hunting and fishing. And I don't know. I just, what irritated me was the, that this guy is trying to put it all off on the landowner and the landowner could have been, could his communication skills could have maybe been better. But the stuff that he's saying, like, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know. Well, what did you need up?
3: You know, probably, class before. You, you know, game wardens, if you take that stance where you're like, well, I didn't know, you know, like a lawyer type of stance. Well, I didn't know. And they should have told me you probably get treated differently than you say. Oh, huh. We're from out of state. I don't. And it's I don't think that's a lawyer
2: stance. I think that's the opposite of a lawyer stance. Are you
3: drinking moonshine? Is that what's yes. in that?
2: Ignorance. <laughs> ignorance of the law is not an excuse. That's always, always been the deal. Just because you don't understand what the law is or you haven't learned what the law is, that's not an excuse. Just because you don't know it's illegal to break into a store, doesn't mean it's an excuse that you can break into a store. Just because you hadn't been told you can't go on private property, doesn't mean you can Co- go on private property. Wait, where Ignorance were you? Where no were you excuse. during
3: uh, COVID, Cody Ryan? It seems to be okay now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so it
1: was interesting. Speaking of oh my all gosh. that, my uh, oh, older brother lives in New Mexico, up in Farmington, New Mexico. And he's, he said he was at Home Depot at like 7.30 in the evening. He was getting some bags for his vacuum or something, standing at the self-checkout. And there was five or six guys there with tools or some tools and they were trying to check out couldn't figure it out and then these this couple this guy and this gal walked past them with a cart full of tools and they just walked straight out and my brother went over to this young girl that was working the self-checkout area and she he said hey those those people just walked out without paying for any of those tools that whole cart full of tools she walked out looked around in the parking lot came back in shrugged her shoulders and, uh, and then a couple minutes later, one of those guys that was standing around the self-checkout check- self self area came back with a cart full of tools too. And he was going to walk out, but that young girl said, no, 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 no. You got to pay for him." And then all five of those guys left. And my brother saw them all pile into a car with that couple huh. and leave. And I asked, I, and, and I asked my buddy here in, in uh, Texas, who's a security for Walmarts. I said, dude, is that like common? He said, there's people out there doing six figures stealing stuff. And you can't expect these kids, these people that we're hiring to work security.
3: Well, can't actually, I think, to think they that. told them not to chase them, right? That one lady got fired for going out yeah, well, and having now, a confrontation.
2: Now you're seeing the effect in that. Uh, TJ and I were talking the other day that you can actually buy a lot of things local now that are the same or cheaper than some of the big box stores. Buying local is it's leveling the playing field with buying local. Yeah. Now, yeah. The prices. Huh? So, uh, and, hey. I,
1: and I guarantee you, you ain't walking out with a cart full of tools from our little lumber yard
2: here in town. Cause <laughs> no. they'll shoot you in the knee. Well, cow. that's what I'm saying. But they're able to keep their prices the what they are because yeah they're not having the theft issue the loss yeah hey uh on the i I do want to tell y'all this life changing video I watched on the well, internet we have to I'll talk you,
1: about that on the flip side
2: i'll tell you on the flip side plus we got some of your favorite segments a whole nother hour of your favorite outdoor radio show right here live in the bunkhouse it's the outdoor zone you can catch us 24/7 365 at the outdoor zone dot com.
0: Texas, I wanna go down that open road and take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas, I wanna go. Your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. A All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor
1: Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live on 102.7 ESPN in Austin, Texas or 24/7 365 as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can find it at theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney and the bunkhouse is Cody Ryan. Oh yeah, beef steak. I-
3: i don't know what to say anymore because he stole then, my intro
1: jack is the ranch hand that gets here early and gets the gate open make sure everything gets going pop belly stove gets fired up which we needed this morning because it was in the 30s i know that's not cold for some of you folks out there but in texas that's chile chile uh so one of the things that you know there's there's groundbreaking moments in our lives Groundbreaking moments in our lives. um Oh, all right. Let's do this. This no, is groundbreaking
3: show, to go to McBride's.
1: This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at McBride's Guns, Austin family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carrier, or special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. They have a gunsmith on stealth to staff to help you adjust, repair, and modify your firearms. Looking for a personal carrier referral class? One place, McBride's Guns. How about a youth model rifle or shotgun? Go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice. McBride's Guns. Same place for years, corner 30th and Lamar in Austin, Texas. You can call them, 512-472-3532, or go online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. So like I was saying, there's certain things that, uh, that, are milestones in life. Uh, learning to walk can be a milestone. Learning to ride your bike can be a milestone, uh, learning how to drive a car, big milestone, you know, breakthrough.
2: And so I found, I found this
1: week. Yes. Cody calls me, Cody Ryan calls me, says milestone breakthrough game changer
2: i found this video on the youtubes and i sent it to a few select people one of which my buddy replies back was was cody ryan has reached the end of the internet
3: (laughs) don't go any further which i
2: thought was the funniest comment in the world (laughs) because it was probably a very random video to just send to a few select people but i've officially reached the end of the internet apparently <laughs> i found and the YouTube... good stuff there oh <laughs> my gosh i mean if you want to buy into it you want to buy into it this I, is
3: yeah i didn't see it why did i not see this
2: because your cricket wireless didn't have enough minutes it said it you need to add minutes to well, your phone
3: will you tell me about it then uncle you gotta Coke? go yes. to walgreens add i'm gonna tell you about it
2: minutes. so i find this video and i don't even i what happened was I was searching forever, right? I'm 40 years old, forever. We've had wild hogs as long as I can remember in the state of Texas. We've hunted hogs probably since I was around a teenager is when they really started. We started noticing that you can kill these feral hogs, right? And we've hunted them, and you can only do so much with the meat. But every person that's not part of the hunting culture here in texas always ask oh man you killed a hog you get some bacon off that thing you know does not everyone ask that that doesn't understand the wild hog scenario they always do everyone's like oh sweet you got some bacon or that's just what you assume you do with pigs well wild hogs notoriously don't have the fat content that you would need to make bacon with That's right they're and lean so, and mean yeah nobody ever nobody ever makes bacon from a wild hog well until you search and you finally reach the end of the internet you realize you can indeed make bacon from a wild hog this guy shoots a 150 pound sow you know 120 pound sow just a decent sized sow pig what
3: do they do peel it Peel it?
2: Well, Instead, I I did notice the way he skinned it was a lot less of the, you know how we normally skin a wild hog. We skin off a lot of fat. Yes, we do. Just naturally. Mm -hmm. Because there's like an inch layer of of what you think is skin, but that's actually fat right under the hair level, right? Hairline. Mm -hmm. And so he skins it a lot and leaves uh, those chunks of that fat that we normally just cut off the white, bright, white fat. And he skins it a lot thinner, meaning not taking that off while he's skinning it.
3: Does he boil it? And then they, uh, they scrape it. Oh, listen,
2: there's a whole method. He's got the smokehouse, first of all, and he cuts the, basically the flank from the back quarter, from the back hind quarter. Down, kind of that flank that hangs down around the belly that you normally uh-huh. just cut off and throw away. He takes that piece of meat and then That's skins it. That's the
1: fajita. It, That's kind of like the fajita. Kind of the right? fajita.
2: What would be the fajita? Right. And skins it down over the ribs and taking part of the rib meat as well. So he wow. skin, skins that fat and the rib meat down the outside of the hog. And takes that slab and goes almost all the way up to the front quarter, and takes that whole side, and it's a thin piece of meat. I mean, it's not like it's two inches thick or anything like that. It's a quarter inch thick or half inch thick, maybe maybe three quarters of an inch thick. And takes that, and then does. Uh, there's also a big chunk between like the neck meat area, head side of the head that has a big chunk of meat, and he shows you how to do that. And you can find this video online if you search uh, wild hog bacon. Go to bacon. The outdoorzone.com. Let's post it on our Facebook page. All right, page. we'll post it on our Facebook page. It's revolutionary. Puts it in <laughs> uh, for like three it. days, buries it in salt, right? I mean, buries she, it. So Has a pound, it. Have 50-pound bag of salt.
3: After he skinned it. All right. Yeah, after he okay. skins it,
2: takes these takes these two slabs plus this neck cut that you can find. He'll show you how to do it on there. I didn't even know about. And and uh buries these four pieces of meat in salt, completely covering it. No meat exposed. It's a fifty pound bag of salt. So I you're mean you're
3: curing it. So you're gonna cure it with salt. Okay. Cure it
2: with salt. Like three days.
3: Just like leaves
2: it in his smokehouse with salt. And no smoke going to it, just the salt. And then takes it out of the salt, takes it inside, washes it real well, and then takes it out to a smokehouse. And he tells you the intricacies about a smokehouse, which is why I've been uh, studying Uh, and researching. The biggest deal about my smokehouse is where I'm going to put it. I haven't decided where on the Lazy G the smokehouse is going to be built.
3: Upwind. (laughs) But,
2: yeah, but it. And he talks about it, you know, the pipe being at least eight foot long to get the smoke into the house because you're not heating it up. It's not a smoker. right? It's just smoke that you're needing to fill the smokehouse with. And it doesn't have to be big. Like mine, I think I'm going to build it like four by four or three by three or two by two. Like it doesn't have to be this big, monstrous building. Um, But then he smokes it. For a couple of days just keeping the smoke on it keeping the smoke on it and then takes those slabs out and thin slices it he does need a new meat slicer if anybody's looking to donate to this to this guy that made this wonderful video his meat slicer um looks like it hadn't been sharpened you know or maybe it's from 1907 but he slices these thin pieces of bacon then fries them up And dude does it not look like bacon I mean, it is it is bacon. It's bacon. I can see that.
3: Yeah, you know, a little suggestion here, Cody Ryan. We no, went we went on a super now. hunt, and a guy had <laughs> a freezer like a hanging walk-in, and he converted it to so it could be used for a smokehouse, and it had little slats that opened up on the top, and that big pipe coming in, like you're talking about, or they could turn on the uh, air, cover that. And it became a, uh, a cold walk-in to hang meat.
2: That's cool. I have this wood-burning stove that I've had that I got in, tr-
3: in a trade
2: deal of... I'm sure I with T.J. What. He
3: gave you a hammer and three old guns. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I got
2: this old wood-burning stove and a twenty two or something like that. I can't remember what we did. But I had this wood-burning stove and... I had a buddy that was going to use it. He held on to it for about 3 years and then I got it back when he moved it ended up back on my front porch and so I've got this wood-burning stove. I think I'm going to turn into my to my smoke to my firebox for uh for the smoker idea. Anyway, That's a cool I'll keep it all posted as, this, as I examine this adventure, but if you do shoot a sow beef steak, yeah, if you if you don't take this process to heart and do this, then I need you to cut these chunks off of this sow for me so I can do this.
3: Okay. Uh, hey, if I can go to the Outdoor Zone f- f- Facebook page, I can finally see it.
2: All right. I'll post posted. it right now.
3: Dang. What else you got to do? You got to take your vehicle over to Sun Automotive because everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, even beefsteak. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust, but my wife says we trust our friends over at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company in 1978. So when it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at one of the Sun Auto Service Repair Shops nearest you. Mine happens to be over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, and there's 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. There are other locations you can look up. You just have to go to sunautoservice.com but i also follow them on facebook just like i do the outdoor zone for great maintenance tips and specials each week just go sign up at sunautoservice.com that
2: may have been a boring segment to listen to but it's revolutionary life changing i mean i'm going to help I'm you all... out
3: i'm going to i'm going to bring a pig back for you buddy
2: all right Peter Report up next. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse 24 7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Long before was their
0: time, you feel like the day.
1: I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to The Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up
0: this morning for the sun.
1: All right, here's a notice to those antis and terrorists out there, us bunkhouse boys and our regulars. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorists, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week long at theoutdoorzone.com, the Outdoor Zone Dot com. Welcome back, regulators. Hey, want to tell our friends over at Niall Maxwell Supercenter, thanks for supporting this show. And now is the best time to get a vehicle at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Best pricing's happening right now, taking thousands off MSRP on every brand-new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram on the lot. How about a 24-ram crew cab, 4x4? Four Over 15,000 in total savings. No payments until 2024. How about a 23 Ram Crew Cab 4x4 Lone Star? A 23 Jeep Gladiator Rubicon? 12,000 in total savings. Drive home for less. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Where we sell more than anyone else, six twenty and one eighty-three in Austin, or visit online at nilemaxwellsupercenter dot com, dot com, Now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Peter Report because we love animals too. They taste great. You know, back uh, back in the day, when you're a kid, and uh, you'd run in and say. Johnny hit me, Johnny hit me, Johnny hit me. And then you start boiling it down. Mom's over there going, well, now tell me about it. Did he hit you or, well, he kind of hit me. It's kind (laughs) of like, well, I mean, he looked at me and, and, and then it boils down to just whatever it is. He took my toy and, and wouldn't let me play with it when I wanted it. And
2: And I I punched him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I, and I was, I was given some, uh, stuff on PETA and some of their stances on hunting and fishing and the outdoors. And I, I, want to read you this, this is straight off of straight out of their, uh, information on their website. And just tell, tell me how this reads to you. This is straight off of the PETA website. For those who were not exposed to hunting at an early age, agencies and special interest groups hold events that support clubs that target people who are less likely to purchase license, such as women, racial minorities, and senior citizens. Wildlife agencies also know that hunters are more likely to purchase license in subsequent years if a previous hunt resulted in a kill. Therefore the implement programs often called wildlife management or conservation programs that are designed to boost the numbers of game species. These programs help to ensure that there are plenty of animals for hunters to kill and consequently plenty of revenue from the sale of hunting license.
3: We know about that.
1: That's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty devious. And then it goes on to say, because wildlife agencies are funded in part by excise taxes on guns, ammunition, and fishing equipment, and by revenue from the sale of license hunters who who constitute a tiny percentage of Americans enjoy a disproportionate say in how wild areas and the animals who inhabit them are managed. Americans who choose to participate in humane, non lethal activities such as hiking and bird watching are given little to no role in decision making. So, one of the things that we're uh, <laughs> see, our we're, we're both sitting lip. here. One of the mm. things that I that I uh that I thought was interesting there is man, what a dig on the uh wildlife agencies around the country and those so many of those people are are supporters of that kind of stuff it was weird but um the the i don't think hikers i don't think you have to pay the uh the tax from hiking boots and hiking trekking poles or uh backpacks or any of that i don't think any of that stuff is taxed and the money used for um, wildlife conservation, I think it's just hunters and fishermen, if I'm not mistaken. And there's a lot of talk right now that the other people who use camping gear, campers, hikers, uh, bike riders, uh, that they're not they're not paying in any of that.
3: No, it's 11 percent and. Uh on firearms ammunition right 10 percent on pistols and revolvers and 11 percent on archery equipment
2: and, and that- the the difference being that i think i mean there's a proportion of hikers and bird watchers that are also outdoorsmen and women right i mean tj you're big into the hiking thing
1: yeah the whole the whole thing. I
2: mean, the only we, reason I'm not hike, a birder is because uh, I don't have the book to check it off with.
3: <laughs> you got the <laughs> scope. You have the scope. Oh, but...
1: there's a Christmas present. Idea. Yeah, that's oh,
3: what I great. just heard. Do you know, I, uh, I, pop quiz, do you know how much the Pittman-Robertson fund raised in 2023? How much revenue? And then that support was sent out?
1: $50
2: million? 1
3: 20 million. What are you going to say Cody without looking it up?
2: Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't have any idea.
3: 1, it's a record from for last year. 1.2 billion dollars was sent out to conservation programs. From so, how much
2: how much of the anti's are sending out towards conservation efforts? How how much is the annual PETA Budget going towards uh, conserving wildlife, nature, and uh, these these services or or and, or puppies, and these don't that, have to be paid back.
3: These are all grants. I mean, yeah. and it depends on what you're doing in the outdoors. And I think Texas last year, I heard Texas was the recipient of the most money back from the gov that that federal. But
1: we've also. But it's also been restoration of habitat like yeah. no other organization, Wild Turkey Federation, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, CCA, Texas
2: Wild now, we Op talked about it time and time again. The National Wild Unlimited. Turkey Federation has worked themselves out of a job. They had to change their entire mission statement because we have turkeys now. You know, I mean, not that they've changed their entire job, but they've had to add things that they had to work on because they've
1: they were so I, I, successful in
2: yeah, we talked their about conservation it time efforts and, and I, time and time uh, again elk and, hunting has never been more popular than it is now on public lands and across the country i mean and thank god we have the elk you know
3: uh-huh. yeah and
1: i would put i would put an 8 year old who knows how to who's been out hunting and out on the deer and, and out raised on the farm and raised it. I'd put that eight year old up against any kid out there in a make it or break it, survive life situation. I'd put that eight year old, heck, I'd put my granddaughter raised over a, the lazy G I'd put her up against a whole bunch of 12 year old boys that I know that they got, they don't have a clue how the world spins. And if they got in a pinch,
2: what they would, what they, and would it do. doesn't have to be apocalyptic, meaning no, the world like a ha- flat tire or a, or a pandemic that shuts the con- the world down. You know, we never thought that would happen, but look, all of a sudden you can't go shopping. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. So there's all kinds of stuff that. Now uh, what? Uh, yeah, well, now I what? just
1: thought it was an interesting, I thought it was an interesting, uh, it kind of dig down deep inside the, the backside of PETA and these animal rights organizations and just how they don't, uh, how they miscommunicate reality.
2: Yeah. Well, it's just a, a marketing terrorist organization. Hey, I'll tell you how I protect my family when uh, things things you, you got illness in the family or or you just need to protect your family against illness have protection for your family finding affordable top quality health care options can be tricky for sportsmen entrepreneurs and those who are self-employed but Health HealthShare that's who I use They're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years now, True Health Share is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Let me tell you how simple it is. I say this every single week, but this is literally how simple it works. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account, which is completely fair uh, amount. I mean, it's you can save thousands and thousands of dollars. Members contribute each month to that escrow account and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's it. That's how it works. That's how it should work. That's how simple it is. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altrua Share, where we care for one another. Armed Citizens report up next. It's a Christmas special. You get it only one place, The Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com
1: i'm andy morgan and i fish FLW, and you're listening to the
2: outdoor zone
1: all right welcome back regulators you're tuned into the bunkhouse the outdoor zone 20 catches 24 7 365 at the outdoor and all your favorite podcast platforms. This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends over at Keystone Bank. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Join the bank of choice for Austin community members and families, uh, entrepreneurs founded by our buddy, Jeff Wilkinson and his team operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals, just like you. The joy When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Yep, we know who our banker is when we call up the bank or go by and visit. We know who we're dealing with when we're working on a loan or refinance or CDs, whatever it is. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. Yep, I can travel anywhere and do my banking just like I was at the bank. Uh, You can visit one of the locations Uh, In person, get your account started at Keystone Bank. There's one at the new location at 13715 Ladera Boulevard and Bee Caves. There's one at 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website, Keystone.Bank, Keystone.Bank for all the information. Keystone.Bank for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report.
2: Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week.
1: Alabama robbery suspect tells jewelers Happy holidays before deploying bear spray. She did not try to steal Christmas, just a bunch of jewelry after allegedly wishing store workers happy holidays and pulling out a can of bear spray. The store owner shot her in the shoulder for it. According to Alabama police, the suspect stumbled out with a gunshot wound to the shoulder and was arrested moments later. It happened just before 5 PM on Wednesday surveillance surveillance images show a woman, who Gardendale police have identified as Heather Denise Wright, 32, wearing a dark hood, gloves, and a face mask near the front door of Jeff Dennison Jewelers while holding a can of bear spray. She allegedly wished workers happy holidays before telling them she didn't want to hurt anyone and unleashed the bear spray. Store owner Jeff Dennison declined to comment Tuesday and told Fox News Digital. That he was ready to move past the events. However, he detailed a harrowing encounter in an interview uh, with AI.com. I did what I had to do. It's AL for
3: Alabama.
1: I I did what I had to do to protect my store and my employees. I had no idea what she was capable of. The suspect walked in and wedged the door with a block, prompting Dennis to draw his gun he said, Happy Holidays, Wright said, according to Dennis. I don't want to hurt y'all, but I am. She allegedly then unleashed the bear spray. Dennis took a shot, hit her in the shoulder, and sent her reeling. She dropped her bag, he, she he said, screaming for him to stop, and fled out the door. He said he found additional weapons in her purse, and he hit the alarm and locked down the store. Wow. Man. So... Yeah, how'd that work out for you there?
3: Not I like, I like what he said. Some poor choices by somebody <laughs> made up, made me do something I hoped uh, to never have to do.
1: It's true, right? I mean. Whoever wants to do that, you but you just get forced into it sometime, I guess. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what the. What the situation's gonna be when when a situation like that goes down, you don't know what's gonna happen.
3: But you do have to be prepared and think of all the other people that could have been hurt, right? So you're kind of nipping it in the bud, as they say. You know, you're taking care of the well, problem. Well, hey,
1: it's beef. So you're going deer hunting for another week. You haven't killed any deer yet at yes, all I this have. year. Yes, I have.
3: I did. Opening weekend was my buck, and I got that one. I we gauged it at about six and a half years old. Are and you? Did then you I got take a, it? Then I got another doe last time, and we got pigs. On did both you take
1: heads. it to get it processed? Yes, sir. Or I did, did you take it to get fajita meat and oh, whatever?
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, fajita meat. So now my big my what I do now is I. So
1: he's got at his processor. They have they'll take the meat and they'll vacuum seal it with some spices that make for a kid. and they and they uh what is it where they uh soften it up or they uh Well there's
3: this little thing they just walk it through a tenderizer that just tenderize it's a wheel. It. Yeah, they tenderize
1: it's, it and 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 put some spices on it and vacuum seal it and son. Isn't
3: that good you had some this weekend or this oh, week dude, when you're out at the That ranch. is
1: the some of the best.
3: That's a, good, it's a good cut. You can get. Is and you know, me It all comes, what I do is I tell them the hind end or the, the hind end, both hind quarters. I tell them that instead of doing like steaks, like a lot of people do, make fajitas out of it. And oh, yeah. And, oh, then, I, and yeah. then the rest is I, just ground. I just grind it all up mm-hmm. uh, for a hamburger.
1: And you keep the. And you keep the back straps whole?
3: Uh, cut them in half. Because you know what I found out? And I'm gonna I'm really thinking about doing something different. Because I gave KOZ for backstrap strap um, November, you know, Kids Outdoor Zone. We had the back straps and I think deer blinds is what you called it. And uh, I gave them eight back straps to make. And they cooked them up. And I was like, wow, this is hard to do. And then I went, I've had these in here for two or three years. Why do we hoard the the backstrap? And then instead of cooking it, we're like, oh, I don't want to. If I'm cooking it with vegetables or something, I'll use another cut because I can't use backstrap because it's too good of a cut. And you're always hoarding it and putting it to the side and keeping it in there. And I found three years' worth, and I was like, you know, Eight of them need to go to KFC, <laughs> but why do we not eat them? I mean, what is it? I mean, I, well,
2: I had that problem. What do you mean we? Yeah, I had that problem for years until all of a sudden I just decided, no, this is what we're going to have for dinner on Tuesday, on a Tuesday night. And you just start eating them and you realize how good and how many good things you can make out of them. It's fantastic. You know, just um, eat them.
3: Mr. Tommy asked for, remember we went to that wild game thing at your house, Mr. TJ, and uh, that wild game cook came out and he gave us that recipe for backstrap where you cut it open and roll it out and put jambalaya, you butterfly, put that jambalaya, um, creole kind of stuff in there and roll it back up and then cook it. Oh man, you should have seen those pictures Mr. Tommy sent me. Stuff is hanging out the side. It's all juicy and good. Mm.
2: You know what's good too? With is to do that is to uh, butterfly one, stuff it full of cream cheese, and then wrap it in bacon.
3: Oh and man! Smoke it. We're getting now. You're oh. making me hungry.
1: What if you made that bacon yourself?
2: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. What if now. it was a hog? Yeah, I went there. Strap That's what I did. Wrapped in bacon. That's like
1: somebody was telling me that they're, they're grinding all their hogs into a uh, hamburger and that there's no better burger.
3: That's me. Than- That's what I, my wife chooses that. You know, I got two fridges, two freezers now, one for venison and one for hog. And she picks that for the burgers for the pig burgers, wild hog over the deer. Like, I've
2: heard that time and time again. there's actually somebody I know that was trying to form a commercial company out of making hog burgers, wild hog burgers a way to utilize that meat. And that it's uh, I mean, it's apparently fantastic. Yeah there's you don't add anything to it. It's just uh, grind a wild hog.
3: Yeah, it's great. Um, I don't know why, but it's different and that may be the reason why some people choose. They have, uh, the processor also gives you the opportunity to, um, uh, he gives you the opportunity to I'd put bacon, for... bacon, bacon.
1: So in I it. had, I had a buddy of mine who is on a special diet and he needed a deer and, uh, We got, I'm on a a special diet, TJ. uh, Well, and, and so a a friend of ours called and said, Hey, um, we got a bunch of MLD deer. Do you guys want one? And I, I thought it was such a cool way to, and I I went and got it for him, took it to the meat market and they're going to butcher it for just exactly what he wants. And I just thought, how cool is that? Just to be able to, to help somebody with that to get something really healthy. Well, you know what? We've meat des- source.
3: Well, we've decided now, I just sent you all a picture of that backstrap that was all uh, butterflied and then grilled out. See if you get a little hungry when you see that. But we, we decided out at the deer lease is we're going to split all the hogs that we get. We're just going to split We're going to share it. So if we just either, if we get two of them, One of them takes one, one of them takes the other, uh, and we just split it down the middle. What do you think about that commune uh, type of attitude? Eh. No? You don't like Oh, man, whatever. I mean, because you could get some serious hogs, right? I mean, sometimes there are, we've got nine one time in one weekend.
1: Sounds like a lot of work. It Sounds was like hey, a light buzzard meat. <laughs> oh. Factory mat. Oh, dude, now dude, that now ain't come right. On, you know stop it. Than that. Factory mattress. Hey, uh, Mrs. Graney and I were searching and searching and searching, trying to. What are you going to do with nine dogs?
2: Figure out what Carry to on. do
1: to get a mattress. We spent hours online reading reviews, and then we went to Factory Mattress. We knew exactly what we wanted, or at least we thought we did. And then, after using their right fit sleep mapping technology, we got a mattress that was specifically designed for our needs and saved tons of money. Turns out mattress shopping got way more personal than I thought. Smart shop, smarter, not harder, with science backed sleep solutions at Factory Mattress. Don't miss the sales going on right now on the temper pedic floor models. Factory Mattress makes it easy. To save money and your back with free delivery, setup, and removal. Plus, save money on their free adjustable base on select premium mattress sets. Get the right bed right now during the sales going on at Factory Mattress, where we have sleep down to a science. Go to FactoryMattressTexas.com, FactoryMattressTexas.com to find out, to find a location near you. FactoryMattressTexas.com.
2: Hey, coming up, we've got your final segment of uh, this week's show. You get it only one place. It's The Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
0: This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone.
1: All right, welcome back, regulators. Thanks for being tuned into to the show. Hey, catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms as a live recorded podcaster follow us cody ryan beefsteak or tj myself uh on all our social media and all our other activities hey if you're not if you don't know yet we uh we support kids outdoor zone kids outdoor zone we want to encourage you to be a part of training up the next generation of outdoors men and young men by being a part of kids outdoor zone you can start a group in your church by going to kidsoutdoorzone.com and getting the information you can uh, donate to kids outdoor zone be a part of getting the next generation of kids outside by going to kidsoutdoorzone.com you can donate land vehicles cash just be a part of giving back this year at kidsoutdoorzone.com. koz no kid left inside and uh yeah you can go to the kids outdoor zone facebook page too and see a ton of cool stuff going on around the world with getting kids out boys out hunting and fishing so anyway before i
2: i had this article i was going to bring up earlier but i saw Uh, and I, and I flipped through it, I don't have it in front of me, but it was about in California, I guess a couple days ago, this, uh, orca, orca whale, um, sighting just off the coast there was like, they were praising this beautiful sighting of these orcas going by and they were hunting sea lions and they saw it like harvest a sea lion and how, Amazing it was like the conserv- conservancy group was was you know praising that you know they got the sea lion and yeah it's where just, they
1: like knock it up and they, man, sweaty, they get brutal don't chew they it up and
2: <laughs> and I just thought how the irony that the alpha predator on planet Earth is the human being, yet those same people praising this whale swimming around killing sea lions are the same people that are gluing themselves to street corners to get us to uh stop hunting and fishing to save animals because we're not the supreme predatorial animal in the world. I, I just don't I just don't fathom, I don't understand. It, the complexity or lack thereof it's in the mind. brains of these creatures that are doing
3: this it's People. called a, it's called a mind virus cody Bryan. that's what yeah. i think <laughs> you know is it from
2: <laughs> is it from breathing too much uh, carbon dioxide because you're you wear a face guard that <laughs> circulates just you're exhaling air i think the virus is
3: sped, spread through uh through public you know, uh, schools and those environments, that's where it spread. And, uh, I had also, a but-
2: or jet streams, jet streams, uh, I had a
1: buddy of mine. Tell me he, he, went to the doctor, he went to the, to the doctor the other day. And the doctor was in a full, like one of those white suits, uh, like painter suits, gloves, face mask, and a shield still.
3: <laughs> you got to go into the doctor. wrong doctor is what you're doing.
1: I would say. Yeah, I would say,
2: what are you doing? Yeah, I, did you I, just come out of surgery and forget to,
3: <laughs> or un- or they could be that's un-robe. what the fab people wear when they go in and you know they're making the yeah fabrication must have been, of, He must have wandered into the wrong place. I think he's working Gotta over be. at Semitech or one of the chip manufacturers on the side. Uh, the he's wearing oops. a clean suit.
1: Wrong door. <laughs> well, anyway, hey man, I just I'll thought it you. was
2: I just thought it was ironic. I'll tell you, um, go Orcas.
1: (laughs) 2023 has been a, an up and down year in a lot of areas, but 2023 for, for the outdoor zone has been a big year. We, uh, we had a lot of changes over here and, uh, but for, for years now, for years now we've had, a group of core listeners that have been tuned into the show and man we just want to tell the everybody that listens to this show that participates in the show as we get near the end of 2023 and get ready for the new year that we are so grateful for those folks who listen to the show and for jack our ranch hand, that gets here and make sure everything's running right and And I want to tell you too, Beefsteak and Cody Ryan, man, it's it's fun doing the show with you. I can't imagine being on the, being at the ranch with anybody else, hanging out with anybody else than you guys. So,
3: man, now see if I I go
1: tell you guys, thank you.
3: No, thank you, TJ. I one of the reasons I do a a huntcation, so I got the Sundays open, because you know can't leave Cody Ryan alone here, on the line, right? Somebody's got to keep him in check a little bit.
2: Well, I appreciate you guys too. And I appreciate, uh, Jack for twisting wires. The, the unseen, uh, doesn't go unseen and, and the unheard doesn't go unheard. And we appreciate what you do back there, bringing it to the airwaves, despite all of our unprofessional moments. And, um, you know, that's beef another steaks, thing. Beefsteaks, you know, um, you know, just beefsteak in general, having hey, to deal with we're, we're, we're not the whole
1: premise of the show years ago. The whole idea was just for a, a bunch of guys to get together or some guys to get together, just like you would at hunt camp or around a campfire and have conversations and we got a little bit more formal than that over the years, but it's always been about just some buddies getting together. And talking about stuff that interested us in the outdoors. And we happen to hunt. We happen to fish, hike. We do all kinds of stuff outside. Work on farms and ranches and trucks. And uh, and that's what our friends do. And that's what we do. And uh, we love Jesus. We chase Jesus. We go to church. We raise our family that way. We pray. Uh, and And we're invested in raising up the next generation of young men in the outdoors and in their faith and you know we're not we're not experts we're not uh college graduated media moguls um but we've also got (laughs) i graduated college yeah well that's true but i mean we've also uh you know been writers and journalists and and uh all kinds of stuff for many many years and we're just grateful, I guess, to be a be a part of this and and have the regulators with us that you folks you are regulators <clears throat> are a part of this. So
3: thank a you a little choked up beef there. steak. Man give me some I am gonna give you something from a motivational speaker, a motivational quote. And I gotta tell you this, you're gonna have to deal with a paragraph. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and everyone who humbles himself will be exalted. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and suffer the loss of his soul? That was a motivational speech from Jesus Christ.
2: I like it. And I'll follow it up with Romans 15 too. each of us should please our neighbors for their good in order to build them up, man. All right. I'm going to go visit my neighbor and help dig a cow out of the mud. Cody Ryan. See you same place next time. TJ, take it out. 60 All seconds right. Hey, this site. week,
1: I want to encourage you to get a kid off the couch, take him for a walk in the park, show him the birds and trees. Heck, take him hunting, take him fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them into the great outdoor zone, uh, we're all headed to church. Want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. Guys, it is the core. Start the year off taking your family to church and then a nice lunch somewhere. Uh, from Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, Jack, our ranch hand, and myself, TJ Granny. we just want to say God bless and Happy New Year. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com for more information on Koz. And now, regulators, let's mount up. South Alabama
0: and little towns all around this land.